When it comes to having your home cleaned, you don't want just anyone doing it. You want the same cleaning team that provides a consistent higher standard of cleaning every time. Sounds like you need to call MadeRight of Duluth. MadeRight's cleaners are consistent, insured, bonded business owners that use the best practices and products on the market today, such as the patented EnviroShield Home Protection Disinfecting System. Life is short. Clean less. Call MadeRight of Duluth today and leave the cleaning to us. And welcome to Strategic Insights Radio. This broadcast is being sponsored by Made Right of Duluth and hosted by the CEO of Sterling Rose Consulting Corps, Vlad Ruse. Vlad is a serial entrepreneur who currently owns four companies, ranging from just under two years of age to over seven years old, with net revenues of $175,000 to over $5 million. Vlad? Thank you, Mike. Uh, it's my true pleasure today to introduce two individuals. Some of you who follow Strategic Insights Radio uh, have heard the story about the client that uh, spent over a month trying to get a meeting with us and finally sat down and uh, figured out that they were actually listening to our show in Colombia, the country, not the city. So we have them on the show today. And uh, I'd like to formally introduce Alejandro Tamayo and Paula Rivas from Green Sea Trading and the Papagayo brand of products. Thank you, Vlad. Thank you, Vlad, for having us on the show. Thank you for coming. And um, so, Alejandro, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and uh, journey about the decision you both of you made to really move your company, move your business from Colombia to Guanac County, Georgia? I used to be a banker back in Colombia, kind of stressed life. <laughs> Paula, my partner, uh, used to be an a entrepreneur back, back there. We started a project to, to export natural drinks to the United States, especially. Uh, we worked in that project uh, for two years. Then we took the decision to come to the United States and found our own business here. But we didn't know where to come here in the United States. Searching on on internet, uh, I find something called Business Radio X. So I started to listen Business Radio X during kind of six months. Every every in every moment that I I have time, when I was a banker at that moment, I use I started to to hear uh, Winnet Business Radio X. We discover and I realized that uh, Georgia, Atlanta, it was very very interesting city to. For us to come here, let's say that Business Radio X has to be with our decision, like, I don't know, 80%, 80, 85% to come here to Atlanta, Georgia. So thank you very much in advance. <laughs> and right now we are very happy here. We just started our business here in, in Gwinnett County. Yeah. And we are working very hard. We are very happy. Great. So Paula, how did you get involved in the project? Well, like uh, Leho just said, um, we were trying to find something, I mean, to get uh, our product exported to USA from Colombia. And then we decide to, to come here and do it ourselves. So, so yeah, uh, well, I am an entrepreneur. I have been like uh, for five years now an entrepreneur. I had a, another business back in Colombia for catering, basically. So I'm related with food and drinks and all this 
natural stuff because all my life I have uh, I have liked like natural things and good things for people. I think that you as as an entrepreneur you you must like offer not only like uh, do your business or offer a good thing but something that can give better things to people. So that's why we started with the project and finally we got here. Well, just Alejo said why, but yeah, we are very good right right now and and I like it a lot. Can you give us a little bit more information about Green Sea Trading? Uh, you know, what kind of products are you guys importing and um, what uh, just in general, what does the company do? Green Sea Trading imports uh, frozen fruit purees, 100% natural from Colombia at this moment. This purees comes uh, in a food service format. So we are selling natural, 100% natural drinks to restaurants. This is a very, very high quality product, a unique product. We are trying to expand on restaurants because I think uh, people are is getting tired of or sodas. I don't know if, if they are getting tired of sweet tea, but they can have a different option right now, a very, very healthy option. It can be healthy and at the same time, very, very delicious. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think... Um everybody's trying to be healthier now and, and yeah. choose things that are better for you. And um, I think still at a lot of restaurants, what people are finding is that there might be orange juice or there might be some kind of juice there that might be available. But a lot of times, even those are very processed and still have a lot of sugar in them and a lot of additives, preservatives, etc. So even though you're drinking juice, it's still it's almost the same. And I think schools have found this too with moving to more trying to do things that are healthier is that the juices are still full of sugar. They're still full of preservatives. So they're not really getting a lot of benefit versus, uh, and, I, and I have had some of your products, so I can say this, but it, you know, it's very, it's obviously hundred percent natural. So there's no additives in it. And also you can add sugar to it. Uh, you don't have to, but you could choose how much sugar you want to add to it. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, it's a, a very affordable product for, for the restaurants right now. That means that it's very affordable for the for the customers. It's a very, very good product with a very good price. On the business side, I do want to uh, get a little bit into your experience with exporting or now importing things in, into the United States. Obviously, the United States and Colombia, the last time I, I checked, had a free trade agreement. Uh, which obviously helps speed things along, but you've had to deal with FDA labeling in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about your experience with that. I mean, I know from a small business perspective, a lot of people, when they think in import-export, they think it's uh, something that's very, very complicated, and sometimes it is. But I just wanted to give our listeners a little insight into your experience with dealing with shipping things internationally and import-export dealing with the government. Like you said, it's not that hard, but it's not that easy. I mean, you have to be careful and you have to to know the the rules and to know how to do it. But it's possible and, and, and it's not, I mean, and you can do it. At the beginning, I mean, we had two years when we started to know about the product and know about how to, to export from Colombia. So we knew how to prepare all the labeling, all the products, so we we wouldn't have any problem uh, when we export or import the product. It took their time, but back in Colombia, we also have some help 
from the government to improve the exportation. So it's good for us too, as, as an entrepreneur back there. And when we were here, we also found some governmental uh, institutions who helped you to find pe right people and how to do it. It took their time, but it wasn't that hard. And our product is very, very natural. So we don't, it's not very, very complicated for us. For some products, it's more complicated. But for us, it's, it's not that complicated because, like you said, we don't have any um, artificial thing. We don't have, we, we just, it's pure natural. So it's not that hard when it's that, I mean, when it's that natural. Doing some research, um, you know, according to Ibis World, the, the fruit and pulp industry reached revenues of over 271 million at the end of 2015. And, uh, you know, in the past 10 years, food providers have seen a big shift in the marketplace from traditional lemon and limes to mangoes, blackberries, acai, you know, and a lot of other superfruits, obviously. They're they're, they always seem to be showcasing another superfruit that they find you know, every every other month, basically. What's your take on this shift in the marketplace toward more natural options? Right now, we have five fruits. I mean, five flavors. They are they can be very popular, but we also have some kind of exotic fruits that are very super fruits. Right now, we have very common fruits like mango, passion fruit can be kind of common, also blackberry. But we have two other fruits that are very special. One of it, it's soursop. And the other one, it's lulu. We used to call it like South American kiwi because it's like a kiwi, but it's very exotic name, lulu. <laughs> yeah, let's say that, for example, soursop, it's very interesting fruit because it's getting known in some niche yeah, and I've and I've had an uh, and Mike can attest to this, and we we both thought it it tastes a little bit like pear, and which I think is very interesting. But obviously, it's I guess in the category of a superfruit because it has so many more benefits. And obviously, just from a health perspective, but also from a culinary perspective, different flavors are becoming accepted a lot more in the mainstream in the United States. So there's obviously a large push for natural, healthy food and drink options. In different flavors. So, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, orange juice, if you go to a restaurant or you go to a hotel in the morning, if they serve breakfast, a lot of times just orange juice, which I think a lot of people are kind of, <laughs> they're looking for different options. And, um, and obviously, other natural tropical drinks and uh, fruits are becoming a lot more mainstream and people are asking for them. So an another interesting piece of uh, trivia, I guess, uh, according to Mintel's uh, Global New Products Database, more than 600 beverages or be beverage products containing tropical flavors have launched in the U.S. since August of 2014. How has the acceptance of new and exotic flavors helped your business entering the marketplace? Three flavors that we have are very popular uh, with our customers, with our clients. Some of them are, are, are trying, for example, South American kiwi and, and sour soap. And they, are, they are doing pretty well. People still a little bit, uh, I don't know how to say that. Skeptical. Yeah, skeptical. <laughs> they don't know what it's going to taste like. You know, like. because, for example, sour soap is white, and you think, okay, that is, is that milk? You think that it tastes like milk? And you but know, it's just to try. The, I mean, name, the name doesn't help. Because it's yeah. a sour stuff. So everyone is like, okay, it's sour? No, it's not sour at all. <laughs> it's sweet, and it's like you just said, it's like beer. 
so yeah, so the name doesn't help a lot, a, a little bit, but uh, and the color because it's white. But I think the market is opening time by time. I mean, like it, uh, it's it's like they takes their time, but they are you know because passion fruit years ago, like you said, is like it's becoming popular now. Passion fruit used to be exotic flavor. Now you find like many people know what is knows what is passion fruit. That trend help us a lot. Again, we're live today with Alejandro Tamayo and Paula Rivas from Green Sea Trading and uh, Papagayo brand. And uh, we're going to be right back after this message. Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. And we're back again talking today with Alejandro Tamayo and Paula Rivas from Green Sea Trading and uh, Papagayo brand of natural drinks. Wanted to continue our conversation a little bit more about the natural drinks that you guys are offering. And obviously, you're looking at bringing some new flavors from what I hear. Uh, before we get into that, you know, what flavors are you guys currently, the main flavor that you guys have? And then also, somebody is interested in trying Papagayo drinks and um, where can they go to purchase them or what's the best way to get in contact with you in regards to that? All right. Our business model right now, we are going to uh, straight to restaurants. We don't have any distributor. We don't have, we don't work with any big distributor that makes our business very pure. So our company works like we provide the beverage dispensers to the, to the restaurants and we provide the frozen puree, so they can mix the drink in the machine. They don't need anything, any, any, anything else, just water. That makes a very simple way to contact us and to start with us. So if somebody is a restaurant owner listening to the show, or somebody knows a restaurant owner listening to the show, so if they wanted a juice dispenser in the restaurant that had Papagayo product, natural drinks in it, you guys provide the dispenser and then they just have to purchase the frozen fruit bowl. Yes, that's, that's right. They can contact us and we can set, an, set, an, set up an appointment so we can tell them about all the whole detail of, the, of, the, of our oh. product and the, and the business. And what's the best way to contact you? Phone, email? They can contact us uh, through our website, which is www.papagayofoods.com, which is P-A-P-A-G-A-Y-O foods at it sounds.com. Or maybe they can contact us to uh, writing us to info at green trading.com. Right, and we'll make sure to include that information on the website as well. So if <laughs> anybody wants to get in contact with you. Now, obviously, a lot of times when you're talking about natural, high quality fruit drinks in the United States, they tend to be expensive. What kind of price range typically do you guys work in? We, I mean, we don't sell the, the drink directly. Like uh, we just said, like, it's the restaurant. So the restaurant has, you know, it's open. So he, uh, they can char- uh, charge whatever they want, but it's not that expensive. I mean, we can, uh, they can sell it a 16 ounce cap for 250 and it's not that expensive. It's natural. 
and it's a good price. But like I said, it's the restaurant who, who charges the product. And how and what would be the cost to the restaurant approximately? Well, it's like uh, seven uh, sixty seven cents per cup to eighty cents. It depends the ounces, but sixteen ounces cup it can be sixty seven cents. So overall, pretty reasonable when it comes to compared to any other fruit drinks. I mean, obviously that's uh, cost wise, and also providing. I mean, just a great product to have uh, in a restaurant. I wanted to get a little bit more into. You moved from Colombia to Guna County. How you found Guna County to do business in? What we have found here is that you guys have a great place here to do business. Networking very here is very, very strong. So that's very interesting when you are starting a new business because you have everything you want in, in almost <laughs> just one place. That makes the business, to start a business, uh, easiest. So how's it compared to starting a business in Colombia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a different world. You can start a business in Colombia kind of easy too. We don't use a lot of networking there. So it's only the people that you know, you just call in, trying to figure it out how to do that, the business and how to develop. Instead of here, you have a, a very, very strong networking. For example, Guinea Chamber of Commerce, they have a, a, a very, very good networking there. So, so that makes things easier. I don't know. It has been uh, a good process. Uh, I love here. It, it has been very, very nice. Not only the business, but let's say about the weather and people. Everyone has been very, very nice with us. It has been a challenge to start our company here. Uh, obvious reasons, because we are not from here. So it, it makes the things a little bit difficult sometimes. But we have found many good things that we have to, to take advantage of it. So for somebody looking to start a business in Georgia, Gwinnett County, what issues have you guys had to overcome or what successes would you like to share about starting your own business? Well, for us, it has been uh, the, like the main thing is you have to go outside and sell your product. I think that's very, very important. You have to be very like outgoing person to go and sell. For our business, you have to visit every restaurant in the street. You have to, to go outside, walk, drive a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Get and to know people. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's that has been like the, not an issue, but the, our experience, that has been the, the difference for us. We have found that Georgia in general and Winnet that we are very focused on here. I mean, you have a lot of people from different cultures. So it makes the things, how do you say, richer, like more interesting for us. Because it's not like a close society okay. or community. You are open. Um, there are many people from many places. And yeah, that's a good point for us. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, Gwinnett is very diverse. Uh, we have whole bunch of different cultures uh, from all over the world like, uh, in, in a way. So it does make it easy. And, and personally, I've also found that uh, people are very open, which makes it easy to do business and to network. So it's easy to meet new people, find out what they do, and, and see if there's a fit to work together. And as far as running a business, obviously, sometimes the best way to get your product out there is to hit the streets and, and visit your potential customers. 
yeah, networking is another way to to do it as well, but it depends on the business. <laughs> yeah, and and another thing that I will I would like to tell you is that at least you try to speak the language. I mean, if you don't speak very well, try try to improve it. We have been improving our English <laughs> in the last year, but I think that's that's very very important because uh, you have to be kind of respectful with the place that you are coming to. So that's the first step to speak the language that the, the community is speaking. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, anybody coming from another country, I think that's very important because it, it really opens it up to do business with anybody, not just with the people within your own community that speak the same language. Uh, so I think that's also very important to be able to articulate correctly. And uh, we've helped a few businesses out doing that as well, just from a marketing perspective. English is not your first language and English is not my first language either. Uh, but I've been here long enough that it, it basically is that to be able to really articulate everything correctly and especially when it comes to marketing and, and branding, so you have to, you know, if you don't, if you can't do it yourself, you have to get another company to make sure that everything is correct and that you're portraying the right message. Because I've seen, we've all heard sto horror stories, even from the large companies where they don't back translate something and they're advertising something that, that doesn't really work like the Chevy Nova in any Spanish speaking <laughs> country just because it does has some contradictory terms in it. So any other thoughts, advice you can give to anybody looking to do any import export or opening up a business? Just to start with, with their business and a lot of research about that, about what they want to, to start, start to make like a very interesting business plan. We have to thank also uh, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp because you guys help us with our business plan, which is very useful for our business, not, not just for our business, but also for our immigration status. So that's a good, this is a good moment to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you. And thank you for being uh, my guest today. Uh, just wanted to say uh, congratulations on your move and successful start of uh, Green Sea Trading uh, and Papagayo Foods here in Gwinnett County. And um, again, for anybody that's looking to get into contact with you, Papagayo Foods. So P-A-P-A-G-A-Y-O foods.com. They're a restaurant owner. No restaurant owner would love to have this in their restaurant. I think it would be uh, for, for a lot of restaurants, it'd be a good fit to offer something different. Again, thank you. And uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Vlad. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Strategic Insights Radio, Vlad Ruz of Sterling Rose Consulting Corps, Alejandro Tamayo and Paula Rivas of Green Sea Trading, the creators of Papagayo. Strategic Insights Radio is sponsored by Sterling Rose Consulting Corps and Made Right of Duluth. For a free download of a white paper based on the subject of immigration visa business plans and to learn more about Green Sea Trading and Papagayo, visit strategicinsightsradio.com. You'll also be able to find out more information about our guests, as well as the sponsors, Sterling Rose Consulting Corps and Made Right of Duluth. You can also call Vlad directly at 470-238-9097. Future downloads of this show are available on iTunes and SoundCloud. We'll see you next time right here on Strategic Insights Radio.
When it comes to having your home cleaned, you don't want just anyone doing it. You want the same cleaning team that provides a consistent higher standard of cleaning every time. Sounds like you need to call MadeRight of Duluth. MadeRight's cleaners are consistent, insured, bonded business owners that use the best practices and products on the market today, such as the patented EnviroShield Home Protection Disinfecting System. Life is short. Clean less. Call MadeRight of Duluth today and leave the cleaning to us.